Praise God. Hallelujah. It's good to see everyone in the glory, in the new beginning, in the new earth and the new heavens, without foul birds, without a curse, a place where righteousness dwells. Amen. It's real. You can feel it. The world is changing rapidly as the sons of God manifest the Father from their innermost being and through their faces. It's a new day of pleasure, divine pleasure. Eden is the Hebrew word for pleasure. Enoch walked with God and was not, for God took him, for he gained the testimony that he pleasured God. Mm -hmm. He learned to walk in the pleasure or the ecstasy of God. He learned how to use those nine sacred spices of Eden in his spirit to please God. A pleasure fragrance so that the Father could inhale him up a wormhole, and up a pillar of light. You can see the light. You can see the pillar. You can see what holds this universe together. God. You can see God. You can be so purified in your holy place and in your mind, in your heart and in your mind, in your brain and in your spirit. You can be so purified that you see God constantly. And when you see God, you'll automatically see everything else in everyone, everywhere. You won't have a question about anything. The issue is, can you sacrifice control in your brain to an invisible God you barely know in your belly? Can you open your bowels of compassion and let the rivers of Eden flow? There's a rainbow connection today, and it's connecting to the throne of the Lamb with the roots of your spirit. Your spirit has roots, and a lot of people connected to the roots of the stars and planetary systems and Nibiru and all kinds of occult stuff of space and contracts they've made with the realm of the dead. And the realm of the dead isn't so much below you as it is above you and outside you in space. Satan's stars that fell from heaven, it's called in the book of Revelation. So you got all kinds of root systems into different diabolical systems and different things in heaven that aren't the high heaven, but the heavens that fell, you know, one third of heaven fell. So you have to change the roots of your spirit from the fallen heavens filling your belly with darkness to the third heaven filling your belly with Holy Ghost fire. And you do that by going into your roots by faith and connecting your spirit to the throne of the Lamb and the seven torches before His throne. The seven spirits of God is the rainbow connection for your spirit to the Lamb and through the Lamb you know the Father face to face, but you'll never know the Father until you first rainbow connect to the Lamb on the throne. Rainbows are everywhere in the Bible. That's I mean, just as biblical as biblical gets. And the rainbows represent the seven colors of the seven spirits of God, which is the color of the glory. The color of the King of glory and the God of glory and the Father of glory and the Spirit of glory is a rainbow connection in the root system of your spirit to the throne of the Lamb. And it will heal your roots so that your spirit can stand uprightly in your body 
perfectly transfigured and gelled and solidified in your spirit man. Not even recognizing your outer man. I mean, my God. You go years not even knowing you have a physical body. You'll go an eternal life without even recognizing your physical body because your spirit man will be so rainbow connected to the Lamb on the throne. That's where we're going right now with a remnant that can handle this kind of meat and maturity of sonship level revelation. Amen. And you need it. Otherwise, Satan will continue to rule the world. Hallelujah. So it's all about Enoch's walk. And his testimony was that he pleasured God, he pleased God. He began to understand the ways of Eden. You could say he began to be a hedonist. Now, hedonism is often frowned upon in Christianity because you deny yourself pleasure and you call yourself holy, but that's actually blasphemy. That's actually rejecting Eden and rejecting the pleasure of God. And that's actually what Satan wants you to do so you never walk the path of Enoch, the path of Jesus, or anyone that did anything in the kingdom ever. Because once you start to get into divine pleasure, you start to actually get fulfilled and repent from the pleasures of the flesh that kill you. The pleasures of sins are momentary pleasures, and they all lead to death. Why does the path to destruction, all the pleasures of the external realm outside your soul will kill you? All of them. <laughs> Hell is everything in the external realm. Hell is everything in the external realm. Our idolatry is hell. Oh, so you're saying that mountain's hell? I love nature. I'm saying it's idolatry if your soul's not connected to God first, and it will kill you. Yeah, you'll absolutely die from idolatry being a nature worshiper. I mean, it's just common sense. Have no other gods besides me. You have to come to the revelation that God is in your root system through a rainbow connection of the seven spirits of God. Revelation 5, 6, I saw a lamb that had been slain, standing in the midst of the throne, having seven eyes and seven horns, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. What's the earth? Your earthen vessel into all flesh. He's not talking about he's hanging out in the Mississippi River. He's not hanging out, you know, in the, the Indian Ocean. He's hanging out waiting for you, your mind to wake up that He's working inside your flesh. He's sent out into all the earth and all the earthen vessels, seeing if there's anyone that will connect the roots of their spirit, the roots of their soul entirely to Him and manifest the fullness of the Lamb and the fullness of the Father from the inside out and wash away the curse of the fall of the external realm, which is what we're doing today. Amen? It's the path of Enoch. It's the path of divine pleasure. It's the path of rainbow connection. It's the path of going from glory to glory, having your soul more and more dis disconnected from the external and more and more connected to God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ internally through your bowels of compassion, through your root system. With not one root in this world. <laughs> Amen. The roots of David. Jesus Christ, Revelation 22. I am the roots of David and the bright and morning star. Well, guess what? Firstborn amongst the dead. So are you. Who do you think you are in Christ? I think I'm the roots of David. Oh, only Jesus is, says every demon-possessed religious person there lived. <laughs> you are, if you're not the roots of David and the bright morning star, there's no doubt Satan's got you. I mean, you're better off having never been saved than getting saved than giving your birthright to Satan. That's called being twice dead in the Bible. Putting your hand at the plow, turning back, not worthy of me. There's no salvation for anyone that gets saved and then doesn't operate in God's ways internally in the New Covenant afterwards. 
The Bible clearly says many times in Peter and in Hebrews and all over the place, Jesus Christ said it many times, you're better off not following me until you're ready and humble to learn my heavenly ways because it'll be a stumbling block if you get religious. You'll be twice dead. Twice dead. You'll be better off having never become a Christian. True. Because then you become the enemies of God's, God's ways. You become the enemy of the rainbow connection. You become the enemy of God the Father. You become the enemy of the glory of God, the enemy of the sons of God, the enemy of the judges of God, and the judgment seat of Christ that's manifesting now through the sons of God. I mean, can you imagine be, becoming the enemies of the Father's glory in the day of the Lord because you think you know something from charismatic church in your brain? Whoa, how many people is that right now? Like, 95% of all charismatic Christians? About accurate? Yeah? That's Satan's strategy. Jezebel is all the Christianity of externalism. Jesus is not external. See, that's the old covenant deceiving you and bewitching you. Jesus is internal. Until you return your mind or repent your mind to the high place that's actually going low, melting your mind down into your stomach, you're actually serving Jezebel externally. You have to melt your consciousness into a rainbow connection to God the Father through your bellies, through your roots. God the Father being fully formed on the inside, 1 Corinthians 6.19 being the temples of the Holy Spirit. Where's your holy place? It's your belly. It also includes your genitalia. Oh, come on, somebody. That's why only the pure in heart see God. If there's any sexual immorality, you'll be confused. You'll be inaccurate. You'll be wrong half the time. You won't even know what you're talking about. And you'll be, you'll be let, missing out on pleasure, too. <laughs> People think they get pleasure in the natural realm. They have no faith in God. They think God is Jezebel. Jezebel deceives you to not have pleasure in God. That's one of her main operations of how she works in sorcery and immorality. That she, you will not have pleasure in God so that you'll have to go to the demons to have physical pleasure, which is the biggest deception and ripoff of all time because the Father is the strongest pleasure you could ever imagine. People get a taste of this realm and freak out and think it's the devil because they've been so brainwashed that God doesn't have superior pleasure. The only path of Enoch and the only path of transfiguration is going from pleasure to pleasure, glory to glory. And there's no other way and there's no other Christianity. They called it love feasts. They called it ecstasies of God. In the first century, real Christianity that we're being restored to right now. I mean, how far have we fallen? Holy Spirit. We need to cultivate the nine spices of the fullness of the Father's pleasure in our holy place. We need to have like a furnace of the Father's pleasure burning in our bowels. You can never have enough. In fact, when you start to feel like, well, that's enough, you amplify that pleasure. You need to go after pleasure. That's what transfigures your brain. That's what pleasured God. That's why God took Enoch. He found all of his delight, all of his pleasure in the Father. And so must you to overcome this world. If you find pleasure in anything else, one fly in the perfume spoils the fragrance. It's true. And you're missing out big time. So we need a remnant that will demonstrate the pleasure and the ecstasy of God, that it's a superior pleasure to walk with Jesus, to walk with the Father, to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit, the seven spirits of God, and to show everyone they're missing out on the Most High. 
on the greatest intoxication and the maximum, most hedonistic pleasure that's ever been. And it's even greater than what Adam and Eve had because it's like enriched sevenfold. He saved the best wine or the best pleasure for last. People drink wine, why? Because it's pleasurable. It's pleasure, it's fun. It's a celebration. There is not a single religious thing in the Father. The Father is pure ecstasy. People all the time call it orgasmic ecstasy because they just don't have any grid for God the Father. Is it sex with God? God's a spirit. How are you going to have sex with the spirit? How deceived can you get and still breathe? Are people having sex with demons? Sure they are, all over the place. That's what all sexual immorality is. But God's not a demon, so you don't need to worry about that either. You stay in Song of Songs, you stay in the Bible, you stay in love, you stay in fellowship, you stay in purity and holiness, you'll walk the path of Enoch. Yeah, and Jezebel will freak out on you, accuse you of everything under the sun, and she's a lying demon. And she'll be under your feet as a dead bird. Amen. All it takes is people that are willing to sacrifice the external for the internal and trust God's ways and actually be bold and courageous towards going after ecstasy. Very few people have. Very few people have gone after the realm of being com completely and totally high and pleasured on the Father all the time. Well, heroin addicts are. People do it in Satan everywhere and it's like no big deal. You try to do that in God and it will freak out on you because this world is controlled by Satan and we're taking it back with the superior pleasure <laughs> I see religious people and they'll they'll let they'll actually tolerate their kids being on methadone but just don't get into the ecstasy of God I've seen that a hundred times already in ministry it's okay if you're detoxing from heroin because we can understand that in our carnal mind just don't go, get into the pleasure of the Holy Spirit because you'll actually melt down the curse of the fall from our bloodlines and the familiar spirits and the demons will be eradicated out of our houses and we actually become real Christians for the first time. In Jesus' name. These people need to repent. It's serious business. Psalms 1-2 Their pleasure and passion is remaining true to the word of I am. Meditating day and night in His true revelation of light. Check this out. Psalm 4-7 The intense pleasure intense pleasure. <laughs> so the Bible says, the intense pleasure you give me surpasses the gladness of harvest time, even more than when the harvesters gaze upon their ripened grain and when their new wine overflows. Listen, we're talking about jubilee, debt cancellation, prosperity, wealth beyond your wildest dreams. We're talking about all Everything you've ever desired in your heart coming true in the pleasure of God, in the intense pleasure. This is the time where you get your cake and you get to eat it too, where there's no compromise and you don't get to choose, where it's like, well, I wish I could have that and this and I just, you'll get all of it. It's a feast. There will be no denying any pleasure that comes from God. You know, for thousands of years, we've had compromise in the earth and the fallen angels ripping us off of our inheritance, ripping us off of all of our generations back to Adam. This is the generation that gets it all restored sevenfold. The thief has been caught stealing. The red dragon is caught stealing and is trampled under our feet today. And we get everything back through our bloodlines, back through Adam. 
in the pleasure of God the Father. It's the Father that restores our fortunes of Zion. This is the fortunes of those who live in the glory of God on earth. That's what Zion is. Zion is those who live in the fullness of His glory on earth. Those who have been the most beat up by Satan and persecuted, misunderstood. All of that. Those who live in the Father's glory as their everything and have no other God except the Father of glory burning within their hearts and burning through their faces. They'll have all their fortunes restored. Their families will be glorified. You have to be bold and courageous, though. The enemy doesn't want to give back anything because this is the enemy's last stand. Jesus Christ said to the Gadarene demoniac, demon-possessed with legion, screaming out, Have you come to judge us before the appointed time? The demons knew there was an appointed time they'd be judged. And it was 2,000 years premature, premature. So Jesus just threw them into the pigs. I tell you the truth, now is the appointed time of judgment. Every demon knows it. They don't want you to know it because they want to stick around as long as they can. This is the realm that eradicates all the damned and the dead from the heavens and the earth into the lake of fire. It's a dimension created for the foul birds and the beasts of the field. The bulls of Bashan will no longer gape about you. The foul birds will no longer swarm over the corpse. All of it will be washed into the lake of fire, and there shall be no more devils, and there shall be no more demons, says the Lord of angel armies. Amen. And he does it by a people that get deep in intense pleasure. It's all about the pleasure of God. It's all about Eden. That's our promised land. Psalm 16.5 Lord, I have chosen you alone as my inheritance. You are my prize, my pleasure, and my fortune. (laughs) My portion. I leave my destiny and its timing in your hands. And finally, Psalm 23, verse 3. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure. (laughs) What's God's will for your life? Pathways of pleasure. Has anyone ever told you that before? Hey, what do you want? To, what do you want to do with my life? I want to get you so pleasured that you are in continuous ecstasy. You have no desire for anything in the earth, but it will all be added unto you anyway, and you can steward it like Adam and Eve before the fall. I mean, seriously. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure. When you are pleasured on God, it's impossible to be idolatrous or immoral. That's how you overcome the curse of the fall. Because you can't fully do it. You can't do it in discipline. You can't do it with reading the Bible. You can't. You can read the Bible a million years and go nowhere. You can only do it with the intensification of pleasure through your holy place burning out your brain. They didn't even have Bibles to the 16th century. And people walked in this. So come on. It's not about the Bible. It's about pleasure. It's about pathways of pleasure. It is about revelation. So you do need the word to produce revelation. But they didn't even have that much word. And they walked in more power than 99% of Christians today. Because they knew about the ecstasy of God. They knew about the love of God. They knew the nature of the Father and that intense pleasure. Not all of them. Some of them knew it. The most powerful ones knew it. 
That's the power of Eden. That's the power of an indestructible life. Today I was seeing the marriage carriage and everyone that takes this pathway of pleasure being sealed inside King Jesus Christ's marriage carriage. And I saw all the mightiest warring angels surrounding the carriage. And the Lord said, this is the most protected realm of all realms in existence. You cannot be touched in the marriage carriage. I left the house this morning. I went to Broadway in Washington. All the lights were broken out in the intersection. It was total chaos. I waited at the stop sign or at, at the black light. You know, when all the, the stop lights are blown out, then you stop and then you go. Well, I stopped. Everyone saw me. I go. Car goes 40 miles an hour right in front of me and, and nearly hit me. And it veered around me, and I'm going right at it. I mean, it was the worst thing I've ever seen in, in, to hit me and have a car accident in my entire life. And I saw the angel push it around me. He was going full speed. Didn't know that the intersection was closed down. And I, there was no fear. I could feel the realm of the Father go out and push it like it was under my feet and being pushed away as the guy just went around me 40 miles an hour as I'm going 30 through the same intersection. It was just a sign and wondered me. And that's when the Father spoke to me. He said, this love realm is perfectly protected from harm and damage of the enemy. Amen. Even pulling up here when I'm coming into my alleyway, someone had put all kinds of glass bottles in my alley. So, and I couldn't see it, and I turned the corner, and it's just cracking and smashing glass, broken, sharp stuff everywhere. And I pulled into my garage and I'm like oh man maybe a broken tire the father possessed me so strongly and he says nope it's fine and I said really and I, I almost doubted it and he's just possessed nope it's fine and I looked okay and it's that kind of confidence in this realm where you're so possessed with God the father you know you can't be harmed anymore it's the place of full confidence in his divine love love is not weak love is stronger than death we are entering the place as overcomers that death is being swallowed up in our midst. <laughs> By our spirit life reaching full spiritual stature, death is overcome. By hitting the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus and having our souls sealed in the fullness of the pleasure of the Garden of Eden, death is overcome. Amen? And the last curse to be swallowed up is death. How do you swallow up death? By growing in divine pleasure. By growing in the ecstasies of God. It starts with knowing you're loved. And you just keep growing in that revelation of how much He loves you. Study all the passion translation of the love scriptures. Of how passionate and in love He is with you. And how much He wants to pleasure you and intoxicate you. 26 verses about just being blissed out in love. And then believe it and then experience it. Let the angels work in you. Let the word renew your mind. And go deeper in the glory of God. And the Spirit of Truth will lead you into all truth of where you came from in the beginning. Not this world, but the heavenly world of Eden that is so superior to this world that you have no grid for it until you begin going from glory to glory and you have to begin to sacrifice everything you think you know in your brain, every degree of pleasure. And the higher you go, the greater the sacrifice until you're sacrificing whole golden bowls over the seven mountains and melting the wax by the sacrifice of this natural world for the glory world of God. Amen.
And the overcomers will continue to pour out those bowls every day until there's nothing wrong with this world. And this whole world has been glorified by the continuous sacrifice of the priests of the Most High God of the Melchizedek Order. In the name of Jesus Christ, partner with Red Letter Ministries. We're doing tons of marketing and uh, target campaigns towards occult, towards New Agers, towards clubbers. We're going after it on Google Ads, Facebook Ads, and we're really doing a good job. You can support this ministry. $75 reaches 10000 people, 10,000 views, um, not necessarily watches, but they get to see it. So $5,000 reaches almost a quarter million people. Magnify this message to reach as many people as possible. Donate at redlettermen.com and we'll see you tomorrow. Amen.